Hey y'all, it is Marlena Molly Bactel. It's been so long. I'm so sorry, you guys. It's been a while since I've done an episode. I truly, truly do apologize for the absence for some of you guys. Um, do you know that I was in the hospital for, um, I believe for a few days and that was probably last month. Yeah, it was last month. And Turns out I had inflammation in my blood vessels, so pretty much there wasn't enough blood flowing from my C2 down to my pelvis and also down to my right leg, so it was a interesting, interesting weekend. Um, it was very scary and it was very challenging. My faith was being super challenged when I was in the hospital because nobody was allowed to be in the hospital with me, and I was put in a corner all by myself, and it was kind of, I don't know, creepy in some way. But I am back, and I'm doing so much better. I've been recovering. Um, I've been super tired from all the medication that they, they were giving me, and but I'm so stoked to be back. To You guys, today I have a very special guest, Jeremiah Sims. You guys, he is like the most amazing guy ever. He's super funny, very honest, and he's just so genuine about who he is, what he has to say, and he, you know, such a godly man, walks in the faith, and he's very discerning, um, he really holds you accountable for many things, you know, he asks you questions, and it's really cool, he and I met in class, it was really funny, um, <laughs> Jeremiah would make, like, side comments, and I couldn't help but, like, just laugh a lot, because <laughs> he just... Just who he is just makes me laugh and he speaks truth and when he speaks truth it's like he's coming inside your house <laughs> and so yeah um welcome jeremiah thank you so much thank for joining you, me today thank you so much for having me I'm, I'm highly excited to be here yeah i'm so happy um you said that you were in indiana that's where you live where you're mm -hmm. from yeah. yeah, and so and now you're back in Arizona. So glad to be back. <laughs> Missing the Arizona sunsets? Sunset, mountains, all of the nature. Oh, yes. So, um, cool thing about Jeremiah, he's also doing music. Woo woo. <laughs> so, if um, pretty soon, you know, he's got music coming out. So, hit him up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, for this episode, um, it's called "What Does God Have to Say." Many of you guys have sent me questions through my Instagram and asked me about life challenges and trials, and you guys really want, wanted to know what does God have to say about all these questions about the world and what has been on your heart and mind. And I know this is this might be a, an odd question, maybe, but it's not what I'm. Go, it's not what I'm saying. But truly, like what the answers that I'm gonna say, it's not what I'm gonna say. It's what God has to say, and I'm gonna keep referring everything back to Scripture. And uh, I have Jeremiah here to also help me out. So, um, the first question. This is from my friend Laura. From um, she's from Florida. We met actually this year during spring break. She was actually one of the hosts at the house I was I was staying at, and. Uh, it was just so cute. Um, she invited some of her Christian youth friends over, and she invited me to hang out with them and do worship night. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is so crazy. Um, I've never been in a like Airbnb house, and another person, Sarah, and she's inviting us to do worship night. And so I was like, cool, why not? But she had a question um, she posted online, and she said, um, what should we do when it's time for us to move and make a decision? And even if we don't know what path to take, 
um, what should we do? And what does God have to say about that? You want to say something? Wow. Um, first off, hi, Laura. <laughs> and that's a great question. Um, I know many times in my life I've been um, faced with that question. Like, what do I do? Um, honestly, I would say wait. Um, sometimes there's things that God wants us to learn in the waiting season. Um, but to specify to your question, I believe it said like when it's time to move. So when it's time to move, I think we serve a God um, that a God of protection as well as grace. So if you make that decision, believing that you're serving God and what you're doing, I believe that he'll protect you even if it doesn't work out. And, you know, he causes all things to work together for our good. Well, wow, that's really awesome. God's grace is so good. Um your answer actually reminds me of that Bible verse that says that God would never give you to, um, so much to carry on. He only gives you enough so that you can take it with you and that you can remember to go back to God. And um, I forgot, you know, you rely your faith back to God. Mm-hmm. He never gives you a lot of burdens that you cannot handle. There's, right. Yeah, it's somewhere in the New Testament, you guys. <laughs> Anyways, um, to go off on that, um, you know, we are called to walk by faith and not by sight. That is in Second Corinthians, um, chapter five, verse seven, and I would say, like for me personally, I have gone through a season where, like, I get so I get really bad anxiety of not knowing what my future holds, and uh, you know I'm in the process of like God, give me a sign, like I I want to do this, but God's like Marlena, why aren't you trusting me though? Right. Like, um, it's not about what you want, it's about what He wants, and as hard as it may sound. We really have to put our full faith in God. If we do say that, God, I trust you, and or I believe in you, then we do have to live it out and say, like, here I am, and I'm surrendering what I think that may be. But I want to surrender and say, God, like, take me. Um, you are my reins, and I will follow. Yeah. Um, you know, we are to live by the Spirit, and also let us keep in step with the Spirit. Um Sometimes you just got to jump. Yeah, you know, you're like, just going to, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, have you seen that TikTok video? <laughs> um, um, the guy was like, um, either you deny Christ or you're just going to have to jump out of the plane or something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was like, I'd be the one jumping out of the plane. Because I was like, I'm not denying who God is. So it's like, right. you know, it, you got to really think about things like, am I going to deny Christ or am I going to just full send and be like, I'm going to trust him no matter how hard it gets. Um you know, Philippians 4 is a really good chapter to read about when you really don't know what choices you want to take or, like, what your future holds. Um, Philippians 4, verse um, verse 4, all the way down to 9, says, like, you know, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And then it goes down. Uh, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will um, be with you. That's good. Yeah. And, you know, like, and then it goes down again, down the chapter, and it actually builds out God's provision. And it's such a great section to read about how God does provide for you. Um 
a great verse from Philippians 4 is verse 19 through 20. And it says, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. That's so good. Yeah. We just remember, like, you know, when you do pray, God does hear your answers. It is for you to, like, really surrender yourself and say, like, God, I believe. And, you know, even if it's not what it's going to be, help me you know just give me the strength and god will give you strength he's always going to be there it's always that surrender and inviting him into your heart and soul and that's when you realize like god is in control of everything yeah um yeah i like how you spoke on anxiety though um Mm -hmm. because anxiety is such a uh, a real thing and it seems like more in our generation than ever Mm, um i think the generation before is kind of you know like they were kind of okay forget how i'm feeling like i'm just gonna work um, mm, but I think something mm-hmm. that I'm proud of with this generation is where um, we we know more about our mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, even if we don't address it in the right ways, we do know that it's things are there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was so good because like anxiety is such a real thing. Uh, but there's something that my pastor said, and it helps me because mm-hmm. and he said um, it's impossible to be grateful and anxious at the same time. So if you're feeling like anxious and stuff for the next move, just think while like, wow, like. How did I get to this moment that God has me at right now? Like, yeah. I was probably in this exact same situation where I was anxious, not knowing what I was going to do next, and God provided. And yeah. he'll do it again. So yeah. sometimes the last move that God gave us is mm-hmm. to fuel us for the next one. Yeah. Like, to always be um, grateful, like, to have gratitude, even when you're anxious. That's, like, really good. Like, to always, like, be thankful for something while, like, you're still in that waiting. Absolutely. That's so good. Um, there's another, another like, passage from Psalms. 26 um verses 1 through 3 it says vindicate me o lord for i have walked in my integrity and i have trusted in the lord without wavering prove me o lord and try me test my heart and my mind for your steadfast love is before my eyes and i walk in your faithfulness and truly you know when we don't know what our future is and we don't know exactly what path to follow you know we are to still walk in our faithfulness like with god to remember that he is with us and he is for us and um whatever challenges come in our way that we are to be tested um really strong in our faith and to remember where does our faith lie even you know if something gets thrown in our pathway so yeah um question number two this is from Haley norton she also has a podcast with emma and it's called um, the hasis podcast but Haley asked a question about the uncertainty about our future about one's future um so yeah um this one is always good because i have a friend his name is matthew ironically i'll tell you why in a second but <laughs> mm-hmm. um he always goes back to the verse matthew six thirty three. Oh, okay um, because yeah. Right before, in the context of that verse, it speaks of how, like, um, how the Gentiles worry about clothing, how they worry about food. And this is actually Jesus talking in this verse. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is saying pretty much, like, don't the birds eat? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you know, like, and, you know, he fit pretty much talking about how God provides for the birds and how, how Solomon in all of his glory wasn't dressed like the flowers, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So it's pretty much saying how seek first the kingdom and its righteousness. Yeah. And all of these things should be added to you. So if you're seeking first God on a daily step by step 
obedience mm-hmm. thing. He'll he'll make the way for you. He'll yeah. show you the way. Our God is not a God that'll he'll uh, he'll give you a bone and he'll pull mm-hmm. away. He's somebody yeah. that he'll show the path for you. He'll clear that road as mm-hmm. long as you're obeying him. Yeah, um, and he'll absolutely. you know honestly he'll show us the path even you know because of his amazing grace. He'll mm-hmm. constantly you know he'll show us the path. It's up to us to make that decision yeah. and obey him. And honestly, um, something that I've um, just recently something that the Holy Spirit is. His, um, you know, programmed into my heart is how God's available there for the little things during the test. It's not just the the big meat part. You can ask God, like, God, I'm really struggling right now. Like, I need patience mm-hmm. on my future. Like, God, I'm really struggling with anxiety right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I need... I need help in this moment. Like, yeah, you're you're thinking about that next move and yeah. you know, but worry about like just that little battle that you can have peace on a day by day basis. Mm-hmm. Um so you can lead up to whatever answer God has you. Like he he still wants you to have that peace that comes, you know, by only his understanding. Yeah. So absolutely. um just, mm-hmm. that's that's what I say. That's so good. Um honestly, I also have been in a really like a strong season of like the uncertainty of my future because I am a senior and it you know it's scary that college is almost over and um reality is coming and you know it kind of hit me this summer of realizing man Marlena like what are you going to do after college um like how are you going to provide for for yourself what job are you going to get um the, what's going to happen with the major that you have? Like, how is that going to impact your life? And honestly, the one thing that, you know, that God put on my heart was that to, like, you know, walk by faith. Um, don't depend on this world to um, to fully, like, give you everything that you want because it will never fulfill your heart. Do Like, depend on me. Like, even if you're really unsure about your future, Marlena, like, just depend on me because I'm the one who is providing for you. I'm the one who already wrote your story. Um, you know like your script is already written just trust me through the process follow my script and even if you do fall off like repent and come back to me and it's really taught me a lot you know this whole summer that you know I should not be so consumed up about what the future will bring I should just consume my heart with what God has been doing already and being thankful about it Um, you know the one thing that um, my pastor told me was that you know listen and also ask for wisdom especially from your elders and Absolutely. from your parents and teachers Huge. and when you're unsure about your future and like the path like you want to take um especially for seniors who are in college i know how hard this is talk to your professors because if it's the major like the major that you're in and the professors that's teaching that major talk to them and ask them like hey how did you get here or like what was your plan when you were uh, majoring in this or like what did you want to do and how did you get there you know i actually had like really good professors um i talked to and i asked them like i really don't know but i am i do believe that i I am called for ministry um where do i start and the greatest thing that a professor told me was that you need to pray about it like never stop being in the seek though always remember that your foundation stays with god's word Absolutely. you know and she she told me she's like reach out to your pastor in church like that's going to give you a head start right there you know always be in the seek always try to find something new to do and always be willing to like be open and be like okay like you know what i'm gonna do it which is really cool um romans 8 
18 says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. And then like down to verse 24 says, um, For in this we, this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees. But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. And you know, um, it, you know, if something like, you know, that's such a great question that is asked in the Bible, that the things that you do hope for, is that actually hope? Because hope is something that you don't see. Mm-hmm. And we need to realize that like our future is hope. Yeah. It's something we just don't see, but we're just going to have to have hope for the future, for what we don't know what it is. But always to live um, with thankfulness. Right. So, yeah. And it's good. I like what you said about like the author and that he's already written our story. Mm-hmm. You know, so like if you were writing a book, like, Mm-hmm. You like, and let's say like there's a kid, like you put one of your friends as a character in a book, they will know like, and you had that written from, they should trust you with like oh, yeah. where the book is going, mm-hmm. you know? So just yeah. in the sense of like God, and it's a verse in Ephesians and I'm blanking on it right now, mm-hmm. but there's a verse that talks about how God has already, you know, set these works up mm-hmm. like before mm-hmm. us, yeah. you know? So there's, it's just about us reaching it. And I don't want to take away the fact of the human aspect because we're all going to worry. Yeah. You know, those, yeah. those are real feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, like sin isn't the absence of temptation. Mm-hmm. It's when you give into temptation. Yeah. So it's those things are going to be real. And I just want, and first off, like, it's okay to go to God and be authentic and be like, God, like, I'm leaning a little bit toward worrying. Like, I'm worrying right now. Mm-hmm. And things like that. Like, I mm-hmm. think that a lot of times as Christians, we're fighting a harder battle than we need to just because we're not being yeah. authentic with ourselves and the fact that we are human and, mm-hmm. and that's that's the basis of a gospel that we can that jesus died for us on a level that we can never reach yeah absolutely that's so good um you know during my like whole conviction time about my future about this whole thing um it made me it made me like really take a step back because i like mm-hmm. to be in control in some things i'm so i'm such a planner mm-hmm. i have like i have so many different calendars y'all i'm telling you my calendar <laughs> i have one in my bedroom i have one on my phone i have a the the one you know the paper one that you have and then i have another one like set in the kitchen because i forget little things and then i have my google home too so i talk to google to because I'm that weird, but I invested my money for Google, and I was like, hey, I was like, hey, Google, can you tell me, like, what's on my schedule today, because I'm kind of lost right now, <laughs> if I don't know, and she, like, lists everything down, um, but um, really, like, truly, like, I realized that I can never f- be f- in full control of everything, because I would get so cut up with the moment that I'm in, or, like, just, like, with my head, I'm, you know, I'm up in the clouds, and I'm, like, running around, like, you know someone on crack but i'm, I'm crying i'm so crying but we yes talk about crack on this podcast booger sugar snack it's like a little kid on you know like you know when a kid is on like you know sugar high you know sugar rush but you know like we, you know we forget that god is in you know he's all around he's already here and he's in control and um it's actually funny like the other night i was reading a blog because i was kind of just like i was stressed y'all i was very stressed and i just didn't know what to do but you know i wrote and i prayed and then god was like read a read this blog so i was like cool okay fine i'll read this blog from levi lesko and it was on the live original um, blog up online and he said that you can take control and create something new by being in charge of your response you don't have to do everything you feel like doing 
and you don't have to say everything you feel like saying. Choose your response, and in doing so, you will create a new outcome. And it like made me think about my future. Like, oh, I should be careful how I do respond, how I how like the things I say, the things that um, I re- like my actions, because um, that does create an outcome for like the future. Um, and you know, you do have to take a step back and be like, oh, I should you know really tr- truly reflect on my response towards everyone, my response towards my job, my response toward like graduation day and you know the day when I do finish, you know, my response for my like future um, real job, you know, how do I, how am I going to respond to it? How am I going to handle the new house I'm going to get, you know, it's, it's challenging. So yeah. Also, I wanted to say this, um, that Sometimes with these decisions, like, we have to remember that they're so much bigger than us. Mm-hmm. Like, when we're called as Christians, like, our calling is higher. You know, so with these decisions and stuff that we're uncertain about, God's going to put us in positions to where we could do work for his kingdom mm-hmm. as well. And it can grow us. So whether it's um, this, the spirit growing us where we're at or, you know, planting seeds or if it's both. But sometimes, a lot of times with those future decisions, like, we should pray that God puts us in positions to where we could serve him as well. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome for his kingdom and to serve him. Oh, I love it. That's so good. Okay. Third question. That was really long, but, you know, it was really good. Third question. Haley also asked, um, when the world feels overwhelming, what does God have to say about it? Oof. I feel this. I feel this. (laughs) It's crazy because when things like this come, I always think of uh, the Garden of Gethsemane with Mm -hmm. Jesus and just how Jesus, like, I don't think... I, I don't think I even, like, I don't want to mm-hmm. say I even, like, I'm something special, but I don't think I understand, like, the like how complex, like, Jesus was walking this earth saying, take this cup from me, mm, but not yeah. my will, but yours be done. Like, it looks overwhelming to God in human form. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's how we handle that, mm-hmm. you know, being authentic with God, you know, crying, but saying, God, like... I, you know, your will be done. Like, at the least, like, I'm I'm weak. Like, I'm down on my knees. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus was sweating blood, you know? Yeah. And he, he just said, like, let your will be done. So when the world is overwhelming, um, but then as humans, we have to realize, like, there has to be some form of release, too, or something oh, like that. Yeah. So whether that's worship, mm-hmm. you know, whether yeah. you have um, some form of creativity, whether it's prayer, mm-hmm. um. Maybe it's spending time with your community, but, you know, doing things like that so you can get refilled to go on um, and pass this test. Be like, okay, God, give me what you want me to have in this test and then let's go. Like, like, let's do this. Yeah. I love how you said, like, be really authentic with God. You know, you really have to be like, you can't um, be so cheesy with God. (laughs) You know, you can't be like sliding and be like, "Mm, God, like he knows, but he's just waiting for you to be like really authentic. (laughs) Like he sees you, but he's just like, "Yo, come on, I'm waiting for you." I can't tell yeah. you how many, how many situations I've put off, mm-hmm. or how much growth that sometimes I've pushed back, um, just because, like, yeah, you can't. God can't heal a problem that you refuse to address. Oh yeah, you know. So That's, like, <laughs> like he'll be putting it on your heart, and the spirit will be bringing it up. But you like, God, I don't want to touch that. I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put that under here. Yeah, I'm gonna put that in the drawer. Like we're gonna leave that alone for now. And he's like, "Give it to me." Yeah. So that yeah, and then it's like, oof. When once you like 
give up and you're like oh that overwhelmness is just like wow it kind of like like flows in and throughout and you feel like this peace which is so awesome um one thing about like you know when you kind of put god's um what he wants for you on the side and like all of a sudden you feel like you hit the wall and you're like oh man like should i listen to god or should i just keep moving forward and that's when um when you start doing that and you start walking away from what, like what God wants, you feel that overwhelmness on you and you feel like, I don't know why my heart, like why it's so heavy. And God's like, really, he is saying like, I'm right here. Like turn around. Like I'm right here. Um, yeah. Like his will be done, but not mine, which is so good. The one thing I do have to say about like when the world feels overwhelming, remove yourself from the world. Like from the noise and find your quiet quiet space and jesus did say like um when you go pray go in your corner mm-hmm. you go know in your room and close the door Cl- I think. yeah it was like close your door or, like find your quiet like corner and i was like man that is so true because sometimes there's just so much noise going on like it's not just like the physical noise but like where we're surrounded yeah like the place that we're at we have to go find another quiet place and just like here i am um take a step back from the box i always tell people this like take a step back from the box get outside of it don't get so and stuck in the middle of the box breathe and reflect um you can't you know like you can't be alone on this journey of overwhelming yourself when you feel like the world is just being so heavy on your shoulders this is a question like you you should ask yourself where is my trust is my trust within the world through people or am I going to trust God, who is the creator of all? He is the father who sits above, and he, he knows. Am I going to trust him because he, he has my story written already? Or am I going to trust a world that doesn't know anything about me? You know, like, are you going to trust someone who truly knows who you are, who truly loves you for who you are? Or are you going to trust a world who tells you what you should be doing, but it's a left and right kind of you know mixed emotion and romans eight thirty one says um what then shall we say to these things you know if the world feels overwhelming what should we say to the things to these things if god is for us then who can be against us yeah yeah Great you know verse. when the world feels overwhelming um always take a step back and ask like if god is for us then who is against us like who can be against us so yeah um yeah got any takeaway or that's that's just really good. I, mm-hmm. I always love that verse. Rom, mm-hmm. bro, Romans eight is straight fire. Mm-hmm. Like that whole chapter is just heat. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's something. Like if God is for us, like who can really be against us? And yeah. that's and that's so true. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, every knee will bow. Yeah, every knee will so bow. Every tongue will confess. When, when the world yeah. feels overwhelming, like the person that at the end of the day everybody has to get like has to get judged by is on your side. Mm-hmm. And, and there's so much comfort and there's so much peace oh yeah knowing absolutely. that you know he he loved you so much that he gave his son mm-hmm. so that you and you know he he gave us the um the promise of the holy spirit mm-hmm. so to walk with us through these things so really that's true and that's so mm-hmm. amazing and I, I need to meditate on that verse but truly like if god is for us like what could be against us yeah just remember that you guys like his will be done not not yeah. yours not mine yeah it's so awesome like who can be against god's will honestly like who who could ever go against his will like god's always going to put it on your like you know right there in your heart and you're always going to be like okay (laughs) all right god okay um cool so question number four 
removing friends or taking or taking a step back from your peers. Um, what does God have to say about that? When, yeah. Ooh. You finna. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Uh, you finna get some some stuff started in here. Uh, <laughs> when you um, when it comes to stuff like that, there's honestly, so you we have to realize as Christians, we have to be very careful. With who we surround ourselves with. Absolutely. Especially in yeah. relationship. That's why it's important to be equally yoked and stuff like that. Oh, too. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then in friendships as well. Yeah. Um, and I, and, but I want to make sure as Christians, mm-hmm. we're maintaining a balance of, oh, you know, yes. being in the world, but not of the world. Mm-hmm. So be, you know, I, I think I'm a firm believer of, you know, being able to get your foot in those doors where you can reach people and stuff that is of the world. But as far as as far as friends who aren't bringing growth in your life Mm -hmm. um you know jesus even talks about how he cuts off the vines that aren't producing fruit oh yes yes um and then like if it comes to losing people Mm -hmm. i'm a firm believer that like nothing's new under this sun so like a lot of the things that even if it isn't recorded you know but a lot of the things that jesus did or you know some because some things weren't recorded you know like the the bible only has so much capacity yeah Um, absolutely but Mm -hmm. you know some things that we're actually walking through i feel like i'll go on a limit say every one of them jesus walked through in some way shape or form Mm -hmm. um just because like there was a verse and i think i can't remember where it said this one might be in matthew too but it talks about how like the people left Jesus after mm-hmm. he did a miracle almost. Like yeah. he, and I, I believe it's after he did a miracle, but they left Jesus. Oh, and yeah. Jesus looked toward the disciples and was like, Are you not pretty much like, are you not gonna leave too? And they were like, No, like we, we know you are who you say you are. Yeah. In a sense. And it's just that when people leave our lives, honestly, like it's it's almost like a relief. You know, like when mm-hmm. people when God's trying to pull people out of my life and things like that that don't need to be there, I'm not carrying that burden anymore. Mm-hmm. Because a, a lot of times when we're keeping people or things that in our life that aren't supposed to be there, we're adding weight to our journey. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're now we're carrying the burden of, okay, I have to make this person happy, but I have to obey my God. And as a Christian, the Holy Spirit's convicting you because you, you know, God's yeah. not letting you be in this situation. Yeah, blind. Like, you know, you're not supposed to be around this yeah. person. You know, it's time to let that person go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we have to realize that our God is not a God that, you know, is of partiality, but mm-hmm. in the fact that that could be, that could be the decision. You letting that person go and they have to look themselves in the face or in the mirror. That mm-hmm. could be the determining factor with them going to God. Because yeah. now they're in a place where it's just, they have to come front to front to reality. And I'm yeah. not saying that's the case all the time. But I'm I'm saying that sometimes we could be holding others back just by not simply, just by caring so much about our feelings involved mm-hmm. or just things of that nature. So if we obey and trust that God has the best outlook for both me and that other person, then mm-hmm. then you you don't lose. You know, yeah. like the person may not like you, but I'm I'm not on earth to please you. Yeah. <laughs> you right. So, Amen. Um, yeah. So that's that's how I see yeah, it. Yeah, that's so awesome. Like you're not here to please people on earth. Like no. absolutely not. I I actually like I grew up being a people's pleaser. Me too. And it was Tears. just, yeah, it was just so it's hard. Though, isn't it? it hurts because, like, you're in this confusion state of, like, do I please my God or do I keep pleasing people? Mm. And I was, like, in that, like, it was just so hard for me. I actually would cry every day because I was so scared. I was like, but I'm going to be such a huge disappointment to these people yeah. if I choose to walk away and no, follow no. my God. Been there. And I was just like, 
I it hurts so much. Like y'all, I legit poured out. I cried so much for. I believe I was crying like every day for. Um. Oh my goodness, for a whole semester actually, and I was just in this confusion of saying like, do I please this person or do I please God? Yeah. And I was like, where does my faith lie then? You know. Right. Um. And I realized that like I can't keep pleasing people because. Um, that's not who God says I am. Because right. the more I keep pleasing people and then they just don't like anything and they are starting to identify me something that I'm not, um, that does affect me. That gets to my, like, that gets mentally in my brain. And then I realize that God doesn't say that who I, like, God does, God never said that about me. Yeah. Yeah. Something that always convicts me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember this because I did a PowerPoint in a, in a, oh, I love a good it. strong class. Oh, yes. Uh, we love that class. I, I totally <laughs> didn't study that PowerPoint. Anyway, uh-huh. but um, Galatians one sixteen, Paul says, uh-huh. he says, if I was still seeking approval of man, I would not be a follower of Christ. And that is so convicting because how Ooh. many times as a follower of Christ, we like, man, like, I really want to be super nice to this person. But I know God is calling me to hold them accountable right now. But yeah, I, don't right? Want, I don't want to close that door to... You know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to close that door to not being able to reach them. You yeah. Know, and maybe lead them to Christ. But what we have to realize, um, and I had a friend, I, I mentioned them one time during this past cast already, but my friend Matt did a great job of explaining this to me. Like, we see things in such of a less view than God. So mm-hmm. God has a bird's eye view, means he, meaning he sees the world. Yeah. So when God is calling us to make a decision, he knows the he knows what's lead, he knows what led up to it, he knows the present, and he knows the future decision. Woo, yes. So with so knowing those things, like God cares way more about that person's heart or soul than we ever can. So when we're p- people pleasing or seeking, like we honestly could be holding that person back because mm-hmm. God can't be trying to relay a message through us, but we're we're letting fear. Or in a sense, rule us in that. In yeah, that case. yeah, that's so good. Um, oh, look, I've lost so many. Like I've lost a lot of friends in the past, and honestly, I would have to say it's such a breather. <laughs> yeah, I know, it like is. God, like you know, He sees it all. He knows what's going on, and you know, it's either hold your like that friend or person accountable, or like you just be a fake nice friend. Right. It's kind of one of those things, and um, it's not. It's not going to be easy. It's definitely not going to ease going to be easy. But the one thing we are called to is to hold each other accountable. And uh, uh, my roommate Tara actually said this so good. She said, "Love the sinner, but hate the sin." Absolutely. And what a heat my stomach. Ugh, <laughs> heat. I know. And uh, you know, we, she and I were talking about it. Um, I think like two months ago, and I was struggling about something. And she said, "Marielena, it's okay. Like, you don't have to like." like them but you, we are called to love them right. you know she said just hate the sin it's not easy but it's the sin that divides us and it's you know that completely you know bl- creates this like bridge from us from another person and it and it's okay to take a step back and say you know what but this is my boundaries and i'm still gonna love you but here are my boundaries like i can't cross over and i can't you know go out drinking just to f- make you feel good about it you know right. It's really hard. And, you know, that convicted my heart. Um, the one thing I, I've always said, too, is that, like, you may not like a person. Absolutely not. Right. But we are called to love one another That's just good. as ourselves. That's good. Um, like, I would still love certain people, but the choices that they make, 
absolutely not. I do not like it. I'm not for it. Right. It hurts my heart. But the one thing also, we are called to pray for one another. True. We are always to like pray for one another. And we can't, we are not, we can't physically change a human being. We can't. Absolutely not. It's the Holy Spirit's job to do that conviction in their heart. We're just to, you know, we are to pray for them. Hold each other accountable and just be like, hey, I'm going to pray for you. I know, like, I see you're doing these things, but let me pray for you. Yeah. Um, I know, like, you don't want to admit it or something, but you know what? I love you so much. I'm going to pray for you right now and yeah. right here. Um, over the past school year, um, you know, some of you guys did hear from my first episode was that, like, I lost a lot of friends. Like, I was in the season of challenge of, like, who are going to challenge me? Which friends are going to, you know, faithfully walk with me or, like, ask me questions that are going to challenge my faith walk? Who are going to hold me accountable? And for two weeks, I was actually, like, really scared to say, like, God, is this what you want? Or, like, you know, so I was like, God, give me a sign. Like, I'm really confused. Like, is this what you truly want that I need to take a step back and see who are my friends are? Like, um, so one night at the gathering... He actually, you know, God is so good. He is so good. He actually, like, he's like, Marlena, he, he spoke to the speaker, and she said, if you have Christian friends that are not helping you and that are not actually walking in the faith, you should really reevaluate who are, like, you know, who are your surroundings. But she said that she's like, it's okay to walk away from those Christian friends who are not helping you at all. She said, it's okay. Like, they may say that they're Christians, but the way how they walk is not helping you. It's okay to to walk away from it because it's not healthy for you alone, too. And um, that was when I was like, okay, like, all right, God, I'm going to do it. Okay, I, you know, shut out social media for three months, deleted everything. And I was in the, you know, I was like kind of in the waiting, too. I actually cried out to God and I was like, God, like, who's going to be my friend? I was like, who's going to text me? Who's going to call me? Who's going to check up on me? Uh, Jeremiah here was actually one of the first people that texted me. And he's like, dang, dang. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, once I shut everything all off, he was like, hey, sis, how's it going? And I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, funny. I was like, that's cool. I was like, you know what? He's a classmate of mine. I was like, what the heck? Let's just, you know, chill. <laughs> A fun thing. Oh, funny. Uh, yes. So Jeremiah was one of the very first people. Um, we had we had so we had a few classes together, and we were you know sitting crying and working our essays off together. You know, staying up late at like one in the morning at GCBC or in the library, just waiting for God to help us through the process of college. And you know, God also sent another great friend of mine, Jade. Um, you know, she we met. I met her you know, we had class together and then she came and showed up at ministry and I was like, oh, hey. And I was like, I think God wants me to be your friend. And so, and through that whole quiet three months, you know, it was just so grateful that God does provide, you know, and he takes away the people that don't watch out for you. And then he brings people in there into your life that actually do watch for you. Absolutely. It's just so cool how God works. Um, so next question, how do you deal with your feelings while continually pushing on? Uh, Ooh, yeah. This is one I really had to have because I'm I'm an emotional human being. Like mm-hmm. I'm 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 probably more emotional than an average male, and, yeah. I, and I don't say that. Um, mm-hmm. But there's there is a verse, and it's in First John, I believe. Or is it the first or third John? I can't mm-hmm. remember. I'm blanking right now for some reason. Mm-hmm. But it talks about like how God is greater than our feelings, and mm-hmm. He knows more than whatever like our heart condemns us of. Yeah. And but going back to the Jesus at the Garden of uh, Gethsemane, like. What if Jesus, and I know it's impossible because it's perfect, but mm-hmm. Jesus had to press through his feelings 
literally to save our lives. Mm, yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. I think it's it's so key. Like, and just even in my life, like when the things that God has allowed me to witness to, and I think as a human, we always have to we always have to be aware that temptation is right next to us. You mm-hmm. know, like when we go to do good, evil is right there. Yeah, you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. just meaning how like. You know, if God's, you know, asked me to speak to this person or saying that, like, I always can feel mm-hmm. like I want to do this. I don't want to obey mm-hmm. God. But I've noticed I've been able to witness some amazing things mm-hmm. because I put my feelings to the side in that moment and I and obeyed. Yeah. And when you, and when you do that, you're making room for God to work. Yeah. You know, um, not that God needs us, yeah. but, he, but he, he's so amazing and an awesome father that he wants to partner with us. Yeah. Oh, um, so what when we when you do that and you rely on God more than your feelings cuz there there's going to be times that your feelings absolutely hate putting you like absolutely hate the situation you're in but God's calling you to stay. Like that's that's just a normal part of being a Christian. Yeah. Like there's going to be times and actually I had to learn this. I learned this from Joyce Meyer. Actually, she's talking about how like she was sick and stuff and mm-hmm. she was on a plane, but she knew but I she knew she had to preach. Mm-hmm. So she pushed through. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. it's, and it's things like that. And even if you never see the fruit of those things, you know, you can go mm-hmm. home at the end of the day saying, okay, I didn't let Jeremiah pride rule today. Or I didn't, whatever your name is, you know, I yeah. didn't let my pride rule today. Yeah. I put myself to the side. I, you know, Jesus calls us to yeah. be like, you must die to yourself and, you know, deny yourself and pick up your cross daily. Yeah, so that's, absolutely. So putting those feelings to the side mm-hmm. is, is another way you do that. Yeah, I love that. Um oh my goodness, like, put your feelings on the side. And, you know, to this day, like, modern age, too, a lot of young, you know, this modern age generation, everyone is so, like, consumed up by their feelings. Yeah. And they, like, like to put it on social media yeah. and express themselves all over, you know? And it's just, like, um, we are called to go to our quiet place and repent and, like, talk to God. And the one thing that I have been doing that I was, like, really convicted over, like, the whole year was that when I am so angry and upset with someone, um, stop viewing them out of anger. Like, I have to put my feelings aside and, mm-hmm. and remember that it's not them. It, it's sin. Mm-hmm. It's always sin that's trying to make me, like, view someone out of sin. Right. And, you know, like, I can't point my fingers and be, like, um, Eve who pointed at Adam and Adam pointed his finger back to God. I can't do that. I have to point back at sin and be like, you don't have the right to tell me that I am to hate my neighbor like this or to be angry about a situation. You know, I have to put my feelings aside and write down to God like, God, I am so angry right now. I'm hurting, but take this away from me. Like, I'm hurting so much. I don't know what to do, but take this bring me the overwhelming peace in my soul so that I can walk on forward and to remember to keep doing your will, you know? And we have to remember that. We have to put our feelings aside. We, and we have to, be, like, surrender and be like, God, like, help me push through with your peace and to keep moving on forward to do your will. I can't get, I can't be stuck in this, you know, this situation. I have to keep moving forward and keep fighting on for your kingdom. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's just so great. I love how you said that the Father partners with us. Like, He is for us. Yeah. He's fighting for us, and He's with us, which is so awesome. Um, next question. <laughs> what does God think about the world's creativity versus Chris- Christianity creativity um, with, you know, with fashion, music, art, and, you know, everything that's going on that's creative? Um, mm-hmm. I think God, 
so even just looking at the Old Testament, you know, um, dude, GCU does good classes in theology. I'll admit it. Um, <laughs> but I learned that God even spoke to the Old Testament prophets through like drawings and things mm-hmm. like that. We know people received dreams and, and things like that. So first off, I believe we have to realize that our God is a God of creativity. Yes. <laughs> like that's that's biblical fact. Like there's there's mm-hmm. no way we go around that. There's no way we avoid that. Our mm-hmm. God is a God of creativity. Yeah. Um, you know, from the poems in the Bible to, mm. to everything, you know, our I God love it. is, you know, it's just a God of creativity. And I think a lot of times, and I'm going to say this, it's going to ruffle some feathers, but I'm going to be 10 toes down on it. Let me sit up. Oh, <laughs> but I just, I think that as Christians, we sometimes are so concerned with falling or having people look at us in a negative light that we separate the Christian creativity from the world's creativity when they're both supposed to glorify God. Ooh, but yes. we, we put it over here and we do this. Now we have this huge barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we were just talking about it, you know, like just mentioning Lecrae. Like, I think Lecrae is a goat. Um, but, <laughs> yes. But just mention, how many times has Lecrae been judged mm-hmm. because he's done what a, what a Christ-like role model should do and mm-hmm. he's put his foot in, into Hollywood or he's put his foot into the mainstream world. Yeah. And people have literally just just treated like treated him like a dog, you know? Yeah. Because he's done those things. But really, he's like we should be we should be building bridges, like yeah. not barriers. Like we should be in contact with these people, especially, you know, like because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we know how much you know, and we know how much music and fashion and things do that. Like if we go ask a high school kid right now, his favorite artist, it'd be like that. Yeah, you know, absolutely. But it's not, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. just realizing, like, for, for me, first coming to Christ, like, I dealt with a lot of condemnation and things like mm-hmm. that. I'm from Chicago, you know, things yeah. like that. Um, even on GCU's campus, I was asked a question, like, you're saved now. Why are you wearing earrings? Like, what, what does that have yeah. to do with anything? Yeah, I totally, <laughs> oh, I feel that. Like, me with my nose piercing, like, people were judging me um, back up north in the Midwest because uh, apparently... In the Midwest, it means that when you get your nose pierced or your cartilage pierced, it means that you're gay. And I was absolutely offended. And I was like, I am still a child of God. Right. I was like, I'm still a child of God. And I was like, I'm sorry if that offended you. Um, but I hope you do know, like, one day you can get to know who I am right. before you judge me from the outside. And Jesus did say, like, um, uh, don't judge from the outside, but judge from within their heart. Yeah. And from the character. And I was like... That is like the main absolute truth right there. Right. Yeah. And, it, you know, with every creativity, we can't judge a person from the outside. So, yeah. I, and I just I just think that that's that's really cool. And the fact that, like, we have to do better with building mm-hmm. bridges, you know, like yeah. people's lives can be changed in one conversation. Like when you mm-hmm. spread the gospel, you're talking. Yeah. But if you're but if you're so if you're trying to keep what we don't want to become is a holy huddle. We mm-hmm. don't want to be in ourselves we don't want to be hyping ourselves up and then we never go out and spread the gospel yeah you know so what we we want to take those people because people were meant to reach Mm -hmm. a certain audience yeah we we have certain things set up for our lives certain things that we're supposed to accomplish Mm -hmm. so i think we take those and we actually go into those areas i think we could we could i don't want to say change the way christian well i do want to say that change the way christianity is looked at because yes. a lot of times people think uh mm-hmm. you know christianity is hill song or oh you, yeah you know or just things like that and like dude like i was bro like on my way here i was listening to g herbo and Lil uzi 
like I'll be honest with you. I'm in the car bumping. Like, I, have, I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But if I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with people mm-hmm. that sleeps possibly could have been planted because I've I know I know the I guess secular music. Yeah. Or just things like that. And you know, it's it's a way. These things are were actually made to give glory to God. So if we take these things, we study these things, and then we mm-hmm. use these things as a way to relate relate to people who aren't saved mm-hmm. yet or the youth, I think the world I, the world would look a lot different. Yeah, I love that. That's so cool. Um, I'm gonna finish off with a verse on this. Um, Matthew five sixteen says that. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And it's just a great reminder to to like whatever we do with every talent that we have, let it glorify God. Let people see the good works and let them save Christ through you. Let them see like how God is living in you, why you're so happy. Like a lot of people do question Christians like, why are you so happy? Is it because you're just a Christian? Like, no, it's because Christ is living in me, but I have my brokenness and my challenges, but I know that I am saved and I'm still loved and I can still keep moving on for his kingdom. Sometimes we ain't got no reason to have joy. I can't lie to you. Sometimes you've been in drop show noodles and (laughs) everything that happened to you in a day, but like God is just like, hey, you know, I'm here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys, that is part one since we do have a lot more questions coming along. So, we're going to do a part two. So, um, peace out, y'all.